Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com. What day of the week is it? It's Friday. Looks like my work is done here. Let's get ready. The show's about to start. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. You better get ready. What kind of a Friday is this? Funky. Funky, funky. It's funky. You better believe it. I'm about to be. Bring in the noise. Bring in the funk. Well, then you better bring it. Let's start the show. Yeah, let's start the show. We got the first big Megxit special. Also, what you need to know about NBC's Peacock streaming service. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. A new survey asked people if they trusted various people, various celebrities, brands, institutions to do the right thing. Mm. Turns out they're most trusting of their primary doctor at 50 percent. And that's only 50% that we trust our primary doctor. Uh, Let's see. It turns out the military comes in second at 44%. Then Amazon at 39 and Google at 38. That's not good. Tom Hanks is seventh with 34%. Hmm. Those two companies placed even higher than teachers, the police, Oprah, extreme weather warnings, and labels on food packaging. So we trust Amazon and Google more than we trust extreme weather warnings. What does that say about us? I think it's a little bit concerning. Hmm. So President Trump was pretty far down on the list at 20%, but the government finished even lower with 7%. Hollywood got 4%. Yeah, I feel like the government is usually pretty low anyway. Yeah. Regardless of who's running it. They don't stand a chance. And if you limit it to just brands, Amazon and Google were second and third behind the U.S. post office. Hmm. I mean, when you think about, you know, how far you can send something in a couple of days for less than a dollar, it's pretty remarkable. It really is. And do good work over there. Fairly reliable for the most part. Yep. It's rare that I've ever had an issue. Yep. But if you woke up this morning thinking, gosh, I would really love to add just one more streaming service. (laughs) NBC announced all the details on their upcoming streaming service, Peacock. Uh, here's what you need to know. It's going to launch on Wednesday, July 15th. I don't know. Are, do we have any Comcast Xfinity subscribers in this region, or is that? I don't think so. Elsewhere. But uh, there will be three pricing tiers, evidently. Free, where you get all the content. I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Free, where you get limited content. 
and there will be ads. For $5, you get all the content plus ads. And for $10, you can get everything without ads. Okay, so these ads, are they showing up in the middle of the shows and the movies? Or is this you know, are these ads at the beginning? Yeah, that's a good question. NBC, I know Hulu... When I had that for a brief period, one of the reasons I dumped it was that the ads would just start up in the middle of it for no inexplicable oh, yeah. reason. They still no do. Patience. We have Hulu. It does that. There'll be one at the beginning, but it counts down in the corner, so you mm-hmm. kind of know, all right, this is 30 seconds, this is 90 seconds, this is a minute 20, I can go to the bathroom, you know? Yeah. And what does that mean for Hulu? Like, is NBC going to pull all their content from Hulu and just have it exclusively on Peacock? Well, that's a good question. That is unclear, but... NBC says there will be around 15,000 hours of content at launch, but only half of that will will be available at the free tier. Um, They're going to have the complete series of a ton of shows, most of which aired originally on NBC. 30 Rock, uh, the Cheers catalog, (laughs) Frasier. But they'll also have shows like Everybody Loves Raymond and Downton Abbey. Oh, The Office. That's where The Office is going on the the Peacock channel. That makes sense. That's kind of fun. Um, they've already announced some new content, including a Battlestar Galactica reboot, the Saved by the Bell revival, and the Punky Brewster sequel series. So, nice. Don't go in the refrigerator. What was Punky Brewster's friend's name who went in the abandoned refrigerator in the backyard? I See? Don't remember that episode? I, I don't remember, watch Punky I don't remember Brewster. anything about that show mm-hmm. other than that episode that of one. Don't Go in a Fridge. This is kind of cool. Peacock subscribers will have the opportunity to stream The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and Late Night with Seth Meyers three hour three hours That's earlier bad. than their regular time slot. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Plots. They still won't be live, but they'll be, you well, know, just never live. Well, they tape it like five thirty, I guess. Okay, in New York or around that time. So yeah, it's a pretty quick turnaround on the if they do any editing. Sure, and they'll have some movies in addition to Netflix and Hulu, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and Apple TV Plus. Peacock will have to compete with HBO Max because they launch in May. And Netflix, for their part, they don't want to get lost in the shuffle. So they are dropping $17.5 billion on content this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there's a lot of good content on Netflix. I'm very happy with Netflix. That would be your number one. That would probably be my number one. Uh, Apple TV Plus, I've only got a couple of shows on there that I watch, but they're both strong. And I'm hoping they continue to add new content and Amazon prime. That's where I get my marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Mm. Can't live without that. I'm uh, currently watching. Oh, what's the one with Jim from the office? It's on prime. Oh, that's the, the, uh, uh, yeah. Patriot games guy. That is a good show. We just started that this week. Ryan, Jack Ryan, Jack Ryan. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. It's on my list.
Hmm. So, a lot of good stuff out there. Hard to choose. HBO announced that a Game of Thrones prequel called House of the Dragon is coming in two years. In the prequel, we find out that House of Targaryen started when a prince and his new wife decided to move to Canada. The GOT spinoff takes place 300 years before the original Game of Thrones, and it's called Larry King, the High School Years. Last night, Jimmy was reading a bunch of dumbest family fight tweets. Yeah. I always love those. I love, like, just even the mean tweets. Anything tweet-related. Now, I yeah. thought I'd share some of my favorite dumbest family fight responses from you guys. This first one's from at Ms. Emily Allen. She says, for years, my dad has sworn he needs glasses, but my mom says he's just not trying hard enough. <laughs> Try harder. This one's from at Superhero for Life. She says, my sister and I were having a fight. She ran out of insults and called me a thigh. <laughs> you, you thigh? Well, you, you're his shin. Uh, this was uh, from uh, at Jay Mahoney, 413. She says, my sister once screamed at me for the entire car ride because I was looking out her window. <laughs> Mine. This one's uh, from at Metal for Breakfast. He says, one time my brother kept asking my mom what the date was over and over and over again. She got mad and grabbed him. Turns out he had a concussion. <laughs> this one's from at Pink Eye Gus. <laughs> don't, don't hang out with Pink Eye Gus. <laughs> He says, uh, my annoying aunt made the whole family do beach meditation with her. When she asked each of us to describe our happy place, my dad just said, this trip, but without you here. (laughs) There you go. Uh One of my favorite bits. Uh 638, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102, increasing clouds, high at 35. It is 24 at Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, and it was a matter of time, but here is our first one, our first special on Megxit. Megxit, It's going to be an hour-long special, January 29th, called Harry and Meghan, the Royals in Crisis. Mm. And this will be airing on Fox. Oh, yeah? show promises the inside story behind the decision, along with interviews with people who supposedly have real ties to the royal family. Hmm. In-depth reporting on Fox. Not authorized, I'm assuming, right? Uh, at this point, it does not appear. Not so. with the cooperation of the royal family. does not look, no, I, I do see. not think so. Oh. There is a very big birthday today that I do think we need to celebrate. Oh, yeah? Betty White is 98. Really? 98. 98. Wow. Happy Sweet birthday, Betty, Betty White. White. I know, right? Good for her. I know, I just love her. You just yeah. start the, oh, look, Tim has his. For Christmas, my mom got me a Golden Girls game called Any Way You Slice It. Because, <laughs> you know, they sat in the kitchen and ate cheesecake in the middle of the night. Right. Or whatever kind of cake it was. Uh-huh. And so what is, how do you play the game? Not sure. I, that's why I brought it in. Figured uh, something maybe we'd we want to play with sometime. Yeah, you know, maybe not today, but there she is on the box. Look at that. And look. she still pops up every now and then, even at the Here age of 98, doesn't she? And every time I see a good set of wicker furniture. Uh-huh. You think of them? I think of Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, four years ago, you know, speaking of age, jo- Josh Gad's daughter got really upset when she realized she wasn't going to be a kid forever. Uh-huh. Josh showed video of her meltdown to the frozen people, <laughs> and they made it part of Olaf's journey in the sequel. Why will I not never be 
kid anymore. Ava, you're going to be a kid for so long. You've got lots and lots of time to be a kid. You're only five. But why, but why will I never ever be a kid anymore? When you're when a grown up? Grown up. <laughs> well, because we grow up. We're not Peter Pan. Only Peter Pan stays a kid forever and ever and ever. So we have to become grown-ups. And you miss being a kid, too? I sometimes miss being a kid. Wow, that's some good parenting right there. She's handling that well. Sweet, yeah. Yeah. She sounds a lot like Jennifer Garner. Oh, yeah. But that's really sweet. That movie, I swear, I just, Olaf is, he just steals the show. And hmm. Frozen too. He's just awesome. I highly have you got either one of you seen either of the Frozen movies? I have not. Uh-uh. No, no. Oh, they are so sweet. Yeah, I really do recommend that adults watch Disney movies, even if you don't have kids. I mean, there's just if you can just go back to that child that still lives inside of you, yeah. and watch these movies. Sure, I think it will just warm your heart and make you smile and laugh in ways that you didn't. Think, think possible anymore. I'm, I'm totally open to that, but it's, it's you know, I, I blame kind of the marketing is we're left with the impression that these are princess movies for girls. Mm, nah, Not that I'm against so. going to see a Disney movie by any stretch of the imagination, but if I don't have anyone to take to that movie, like, why would I go? Yeah. No, I mean, there are male heroes in this movie without a doubt. I mean, there's always oh. a prince. Well, that's you good know, know. and. And the the prince in the Frozen movies, he's a little bit of kind of a a bumbling. I wouldn't. He kind of clumsy, kind of klutzy, kind of awkward. You know that he's that guy. So I think he's really relatable as opposed to the perfect prince that does everything, like Prince Eric. Yeah. What a right. I've heard <laughs> interviews recently of from the director of Little Women and some of the stars uh-huh. saying it's also a mistake to assume that Little Women isn't for men okay. either. It, it, it's, it's universal. It's for everybody. There are some great themes there, and there's mm-hmm. something in it for everyone, so don't be fooled by the title. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a, you know some Disney movies that I've gone to see recently that I really... oh. Okay, well, it's not that recent, but Cars, I love that. You did? Movie. You enjoyed that? Oh, it was yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? By the way, uh, Demi Lovato, who has had some ups and downs over the past few years, is starting 2020 on a good note. We're pleased to report this morning. She is singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl on February awesome. 2nd in Miami. Uh, Demi's been mostly under the radar since almost dying from a drug overdose in 2018. And this is a pretty huge platform to make a comeback. She's also performing at the Grammys a week before the game. I just saw her on a recent episode of Will and Grace where she guest starred. Yeah, she was great. Fantastic. Uh, Demi sang the anthem at the uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight in 2017, and she aced it. So this will be good for her. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff, Jen, and Maroon 5. I have got to yesterday, Jacob. Jacob's taking singing lessons at Melodic Connections. Oh, cool. And that's the song that he's working on, Memories. And I could hear him through the wall oh. just singing Practicing so at home? loud. No, at, at, the, the... at lessons. Yeah. So next week I'm going to try to get a video of that because let me tell you, he has become quite the singer. I don't yeah. think I told you guys what he did on Christmas Eve. Did I tell you? Mm-mm. So we're at one of the mega churches, one of the bigger ones, right, yeah. that has the big TV screens everywhere. And 
we're sitting on like the main level um, all the way in the very last row. And all of the big screens when they're singing the Christmas carols and stuff had the lyrics that are popping up. It's like karaoke, right? Nice. So there's my kid wailing at church, just singing along loud as he can. Joy to the world. That's great. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was actually it brought me to tears because um, it was just so cute and sweet. But the great thing that happened is we're sitting there at the end of the at the end of the sermon, the end of the service. You know how the minister will start talking about. I bet I bet you could do a perfect delivery of this if you're the speech about if you're ready to accept Jesus into your heart. Oh yeah. Okay, so we're in the middle of the of the prayer. Yeah. You know, eyes closed, head down, and the minister starts in with that whole thing. Yeah, if, if if you're at a point now where you're ready to make a commitment of faith, a little more passion, your in your Lord voice, and like Savior you would Jesus do it. Christ, because yes. you'll do this way better than me. So he's doing that. Yeah, come up to the altar. Wasn't even to come up to the altar. If you're ready no. to accept the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart here tonight, he will. Oh, he will welcome you with open arms. You will feel his love as it wraps itself around you. Wow. I mean, it was, it was big. It That's was a, great. It was a big moment, right? Yeah. So got my head down and I'm praying and, and he's like, if you are, if you are ready right now to accept Jesus into your heart, just raise your hand, raise it, li- raise it high up in the air. And then I hear in the back row, thank you. And I look over and right next to me, there's Jacob with his arm shot straight up. <laughs> That's awesome. In the air. That's so great. It was, it was hilarious. I love I it. Could, I could kind of feel the movement in the seat. When he said back row, I looked at the corner of my eye and there's my kid is waving his arm in the air, accepting Jesus into his heart. That is fantastic. And he just, he just kept his eye and I kind of went, you can put your hand down <laughs> Because it was up there, man. He was waving it. He was feeling the spirit. He man. was in it. That's great. <laughs> no doubt. Good for him. That was so funny. Yeah. That's because we go to church, you know, Christmas. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he got a lot out of that one visit. <laughs> he did, man. He, <laughs> he was singing, waving his arm up in the air. Yeah. I know. Maybe you guys got to start going on a more regular hey, basis. you know, if he wants to, I'll take yeah. it. Sure. All right, it is 818 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, the 1K letter of the day, your shot at 1000 bucks. But first, brand new stuff from the Jonas Brothers for the first time ever on Cincinnati's Q102. This is What a Man Gotta Do. Time now for another round of the best friend game. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Audrey and Lauren. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, ladies. How are you? Doing well. You're welcome to the best friend game. Has anybody told you about what happens here? Audrey has. I'm pretty experienced (laughs) at listening, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, so you know what you're getting. So it was your idea, Audrey. It was. Yeah? Yep. And, And what did Lauren say when you told her? This is it. As soon as she found out we could win some money, she was all about it. She's like that. All right. Money is a motivator for some people. It is. It is. And how long have you been best friends? 20 years. That's a long time. You were little because you're young people. We were in the same kindergarten class together and I guess just took on each other. Yep. So we've been best friends since kindergarten. You know it all. There's just, I think there's something really different too about people who become best friends when they're that young. Yes. There's a connection, a bond. It's it's more like a sisterhood than yeah. 
Because you grew up together. We did. Yep. Right. 52 seconds away from each other. We grew really? up. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. That is awesome. Yep. That's perfect. So what do you guys do for fun now that you're old and been friends forever? We mostly go shopping and eat. <laughs> we shop and we eat. That's that's enough. <laughs> well, I'm just glad we don't have another couple of drunks in here. No, nope. Because we <laughs> get a so lot much. of those. <laughs> the best friend <laughs> game, which is all great and wonderful, too. So are you married, single, kids, no kids, pets? What do we got, Audrey? I have been married for about three and a half years to my husband. No kids yet. And four pets. Two dogs, a cat, and a rabbit. A rabbit. Um, yes. Uh, yes. That's my spirit animal. I I love him. He's got a great personality. Right. And how about you, Lauren? I have been married for a little over a year. No kids. And we have two cats. Very, very nice. Mm. And then finally, do we work outside the home? Yep. We're or both out teachers. of the home. We're teachers. Both, we're both teachers in northern Kentucky. Little kids right. or big kids? Little. Little. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right. So you're excited to be back in. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> Last thing we get to do before we go back to school. Last day. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, let's going to, who are we kicking out? Lauren's going to go? No, Audrey's going. Audrey's going to go. All right. All right. Then Audrey will see you in a few minutes <laughs> as she goes off to the Jeff and Jen isolation booth. And now that Lauren is officially out of listening range, Jen, whenever you're ready. Who's more fun to be around, you or her? Me. For sure. I could tell. <laughs> I knew the minute you walked in. Who in her family would most likely go skinny dipping? Lydia. Her sister. Her sister. She's the Henri one, huh? <laughs> yes. What's something you've done together that you probably should have gotten in trouble for but didn't? Ooh. We were pretty good kids. And still pretty good kids because yeah. they shop. Yep. That's right. Instead of drink. I don't know that I right. have an answer for that. Unless that's code for drink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say drink. Well. <laughs> drink underage. There we go. There you uh, go. There we go. You may there have sneaked see. a nip. Yes. Okay. Sometimes you just have to sit in the question for yes. a minute. <laughs> the answer does show itself. All right. Who at her work is most likely to go shopping at the Hustler store late at night? Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. And fifth and final. How does she prefer her husband groomed? Well-trimmed. Well-trimmed it is. All right. Is there a name for that other than well-trimmed? Well, okay. Yeah, it's not shaved. It's That's more kept. Yeah. Okay. I'm writing down well-trimmed, kept, aware. We'll accept any of those. <laughs> High and tight. <laughs> all right, there's your five questions. Now that Lauren has answered all five, we're going to bring Audrey back into the studio to see how her answers stack up to Lauren's. Come on back, Audrey. Yeah. We'll get two. <laughs> I think we're gonna get two. Is that the goal? You wanna you, if you walk out of here with two, that'll be a win for you. Yes. My yes. goal was four, but <laughs> we'll see. All right. You have high you standards, do. don't you? Set them high. I just thought she knows me well. <laughs> I like. Her. Right. I think she knows you pretty well. Yeah. She didn't waste too much time on these answers, so let's begin with the first question worth ten bucks. Who's more fun to be around, you or her? <laughs> I'm gonna say her. There you go. She you got your first $10. <laughs> yeah. There we go. She We're not into Lauren's it. giving the why am I not surprised nod. <laughs> okay. Next question is worth 20 bucks. Who in your family would most likely go skinny dipping? My sister, Lydia. Yes. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we got two yes. so far. Yes. Right? Let's see if you get the next one. It's worth 30. 
What's something you've done together that you probably should have gotten in trouble for but didn't? Oh, my gosh. I had a hard time on this one. I told them that we were really good. We were really good. Mm-hmm. Something we've done together that we probably should have gotten in trouble for. And is this like at any age? Any age. I mean, you got a lot of years here. Probably in your younger years, I would guess. That's what I'm when thinking. You some stuff up. I'm thinking something, something at my house when we were younger. Did we like cut my dog's hair together oh. for our own hair? <laughs> I, I don't know. I I've got some, something when we were younger mm. at my house. Oh, was it was it when we had friends over and Hunter got into my parents' cabinet? What did no. Hunter get in your cabinet? What was in the cabinet? Well, we were still in high school, so there was some alcohol in there, but uh. but I did not take part in that. I, oh, I really did. Of course, didn't, you did. I really did. I'm I, sure you. I had... felt sick and I went to bed, and then I find out the next morning that they all did that. That's my answer. Mm. Well, I feel like that's on Hunter. It was. I do too. But it, was. Um, it did not involve shaving off your dog's hair. Just cutting, not shaving. <laughs> cutting. Sorry. <laughs> Who at your work is most likely to go shopping at the hustler store late at night? Um, I'm gonna say. Yeah. That's it. That's funny. So here we are, guys, with All the right. fifth and final question. Now, so far, you've won $60. You're doing great. If you get the next question right, you'll hit your four. Yep. And mm-hmm. you, you walk out of here with $100 to share. We'll take it. How do you prefer your husband groomed? I'm going to say all natural. Mm. Mm. We were willing to accept several different answers. <laughs> And that's not one of them? No. It is not. She said shaved beard. Well trimmed. Kept. Mm -hmm. I said high and tight. (laughs) Rich said aware. Aware of it. Yes. You know there's something going on down there and you're doing something about it. Wow. That would have been what I think she means by aware, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. So you didn't quite hit four, but you got better than two. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the best friend game, guys. Thank you. Have you met your soulmate yet? Also, Valentine's Day trees are becoming a thing, and the new diet that involves hot dogs and ice cream. It is Friday, the 17th of January of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news, that we kind of think probably should have, on Cincinnati's Q102. And before we get to those stories, something else I think is really important. If you're driving... And something on the road isn't making you crazy. Does that even count as driving? <laughs> like if there's not that some feels like stress a piece involved. of the a piece of the experience is missing. <laughs> yeah. So one of the benefits of this job is we don't have to drive in rush hour traffic for the most part, unless you know we're out and about running errands in the rush hour of afternoon, which I was yesterday. And isn't it awful when you landed it? It's. It, I can see how it'd be very stressful. Especially I wouldn't do well. if you had to do that every day. And I was out about yesterday. I had a whole list of things, and I'm running errands, zigzagging all over town. And it just didn't matter where I went. It was a red light afternoon, yeah. and traffic was gridlocked in a few spots, and it was difficult to make left turns, even with arrows. And I got ambulances coming, and everybody seemed to just be in a bad mood on the roads. Mm-hmm. And I kept reminding myself, thank God, you don't have to do this every day. I know. You, I, you have to remind yourself to keep from losing it. And and then to think, there are people that do. Yeah. And so I was trying to to be that one person 
that didn't make it worse. You know? Were you like trying just, to be the calm in the storm? I was Jeff? trying to be the calm because in the storm. that's how I see you. Just this voice of reason, always calm. Leaving a little Patient. space between me and the person in little front of space. me. Yes. Some lady pulls up on my right, driving like a bat out of hell. She's in the wrong lane. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You just let her in. Just yeah. let her in. Right. <sighs> you, we need more people like you on the road. Well, it's because I don't do it every day. If I was out there every day, I probably wouldn't be. You know, it gets to you. It would be an issue. You might sure. be on high blood pressure medication if that were the case. They ask people to name the most annoying things people deal with when they're driving. Mm-hmm. And other drivers, surprisingly, was not number one. Which is crazy because I would say that that's, yeah, that would be my number one. No, potholes uh, was number one. Yeah. And it is funny. When you drive 71 <laughs> between Mason and downtown as many times as I do. Right. I mean, I know where they all are. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm dot, darting and swerving. and You know what lanes to be in uh, and when, where and, to lean yes. and all that. Yeah. Yes. Well, I primarily just know the ones that are in the far left lane. Of course you do. <laughs> Yeah, and I get it. I mean, it's tough. You know, you live in a city where there are four seasons a year, so you're going to have that kind of thing happen. It's just a matter of staying on top of it. But that's that actually factors into my decision-making. When I'm buying a car, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. always decide, all right, do I want those really fancy wheels that, you know, the uh-huh. 21-inch wheels that have the thin tread on them because, man, one pothole, and that's it. i got to replace that whole wheel. Gone. So I get the the less attractive, more practical Fatter tires, yeah, I do. When it comes to tires, Jeff goes fat and practical. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But I look at the fancy wheels, I'm like, damn, they're pretty, but. Wow. See, that would be hard for me. If I saw the tires and I thought that they were really pretty and I thought that those were the ones that I love the most, I would be going, well, what are the odds that, I mean, how many times have I had to replace an entire wheel because of a pothole. Well, it happened and, to me twice when I had those fancy wheels. It did? In a previous car. Okay, so you've been scarred. And it just wasn't worth it. But for me, what I found, too, was when you get those fatter, slightly less attractive wheels, the ride is actually a lot smoother. And that's more important to me than... Is it really? That makes a difference it, there, too? Yeah, big time. So potholes was number one. And now we start getting to the drivers. Drivers who don't signal. Drivers who tailgate. Uh, there are the construction issues. I mean, God bless the men and women who are working on I-71 and I-75 right now, but it feels like this has been going on for 20 I years. Know. Why aren't you done yet? Yeah. What's funny is I've gotten really, I've gotten better, I think, with my turn signal. Because I, I mean, I will always use it like if I'm coming to almost a stop to turn onto a street. But just passing somebody or changing lanes on the interstate, I'm not really great about doing that all the time. Mm. But I have that lane change beeping system in my car. Same. Now you that have, if I don't you do it, so you don't want it. Does it beep at you? Because no, I'm did. tired of getting beeped at. And I'm tired of it grabbing the wheel and trying to jerk me back into the lane I was just in. I disabled that. <laughs> I, I know. Yeah. I just haven't figured out how to do that yet. Um, my two ex-wives ago, her dad, <laughs> her dad was a driver's ed instructor. So you know that she thought she was a driver's ed instructor. And mm. I would be making a turn and I would intentionally not use my signal because there's nobody behind me, nobody in front of me, nobody behind me. Therefore, I do not see the need to use a turn signal if no one else is here. Right. 
you didn't use your turn signal because there's nobody behind me. No, it, it still should if be there was somebody, Jeff. That was what she said. <laughs> That's why you and I get along so well. <laughs> I remind you, you of remind two me ex-wives of. ago. <laughs> that one. Uh, people on bicycles. <laughs> you know what? Why Why do people on bicycles annoy you? They got as much right to be on the road as anyone else. I, as long as they're following the law. I fear for their safety. For me, it's yeah. like, why, you know, there is a really wide sidewalk. You know, why do you have to be a danger boy? Because I you're know not that- supposed to be on the sidewalk. <sighs> But if there's nobody walking on, I it just I would be terrified. I would never ride a bicycle on the roads that I see bikes on. So that's just a hundred percent more power to them. Good for you, and you absolutely have the right to be there yeah. as much as any of us. It's just for me. It's just always like ah. Uh, let's see. Number six, people who text and drive. Number seven, the Jen Jordans on the roadway. Wow. Look at you. You got what your do you own. mean? Well, it actually says drivers weaving in and out of lanes, but I don't weave much. I only weave when the guy in the far left lane is going too slow and I have to pass him on the right. That and when you're avoiding potholes. And yes. And that's when I look over and I give the look. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like, really? Do you see me, hon? It's kind of that look. Do you see me, hon? I'm passing you on the right now. I don't know what's going on in your life and why you're not paying attention. And I, you know, I'm not, I, I please just, so I'm passing you on the right. They're getting better. They're putting up more and more signs now that say slower traffic, keep right. Seeing more of those white signs with black letters. Mm-hmm. Um, and there have been instances now where cops are pulling people over if they're, I forget what the charge is, like obstruction of traffic or something, but Yeah. What's funny, though, awesome. Jeff, is you are, and the people that put those signs up are putting those <laughs> signs up with the with the idea that people read signs. We'll, we'll actually pay attention to them. I know what them. that means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or define slow. But he, <laughs> that's, it's an American thing. Because in Europe, and I noticed this in Canada, too, but especially in Europe on the freeways, there's this leapfrog game. That's very intentional, and it's expected that you will stay to the right unless yep. you need to pass someone, and it works. But here in this country, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the, some American birthright that we have stuck in our head that we're entitled to occupy or squat in whatever lane we choose. We're lazy. We don't want to move that much. I, I got to turn my sick. arms. I got to turn my neck and look and check blind <laughs> spots, and I got to move around. Oh, it's a lot of effort. But I get car I'm sick the weaving sarcastic. in and out. I, that, I remember last I'm, week you I told get me. nauseous. And you stay know? in the right lane and go 50. You know the other thing I realized that I do? That I'm almost like hesitant to admit because, you know, I'm such a preacher of get out of the left lane if you're going too slow. Right. I can be going, doing my usual thing, squatting in the left lane yeah. at what I feel to be is the max speed. Right. Mm-hmm. Before you get crazy. And if I will have a car that comes up behind me wanting to go faster than what I believe the max speed. Oh, that's be fascinating. Are you now the person that's teaching lessons? Anybody. Well, let me tell you something. I have the thought across my mind. Like, you do not need to be going any faster than what I'm going right now. This is the maximum safe speed. So, well, and I'm not going to admit what that speed is. You're half right. Because, you know, if you're going 75 or 80 or or whatever it is. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. It is your American birthright to be rude and inconsiderate in the left lane. (laughs) Because it's for their safety, Jeff. I'm trying to keep Watch them safe. Watch your start break checking people soon, too. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll officially be that person. Right.
I know. And slow down. Oh, so you've got a problem with me going this speed. How would you feel if I dropped it, ten t- dropped it down about 10 miles an hour? Well, that was number 10. What That's you're doing all the way right at there. number 10. Wow. Yeah, slow drivers in the passing lane. We call it the left lane, but really, it's a passing lane. Only in some states. Uh, 727, Jeff and Jen, Q102. If these, if these numbers are even close to legit, it's no wonder everyone's so tired all the time. Mattress Firm, our friends at Mattress Firm found the average American had 105 bad nights of sleep last year, plus 102 failed naps where you try to fall asleep but can't. That's about two a week. Yeah, I'm not the greatest sleeper. I go through phases where I'm waking up a lot or I have trouble fall. I usually don't have a ton of trouble falling asleep, but sometimes. Well, on average, we got 120 nights of great sleep. Great sleep is defined as falling asleep fast and sleeping through the night. So only about a third of the time. But this is interesting. People who sleep on their backs were more likely to say they slept great. And people who let their pets sleep in bed with them actually slept better than people who don't. Do they say anything about how many hours? No. No, but it's different for everybody. What do they say? Seven to nine hours is ideal, and for me, seven is ideal. Yeah, Seven makes me feel like a new man. I can survive on five and a half, but it hurts a little. Yeah. Six, I'm okay. Seven is ideal. Eight, I've slept too much. Yeah, I could do minimum eight. Although, you know, I really don't know because I don't have a a ton of opportunities with a a bunch of days in a row to just kind of see where I'd naturally fall asleep and naturally wake up. Everything is a forced schedule. Right. Do you believe in soulmates? I do, but I believe that I have a lot of them. And I'm not, and I'm talking uh, not just romantically. I mean, I think my different big, levels. My biggest, I mean, Jacob is my soulmate. If I were to say that I had one soulmate, it is absolutely positively my kid. Your boy. And I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be here with him now. Mm-hmm. I'm very clear about that. But I also have friends that I'm like, yeah, this is definitely a soul that I have spent time with before. Hmm. How about you? Do you think, do you, do you believe in that there's one soulmate for everybody? Yeah, uh, yeah, sort of. I'm, I'm not that far off from you, and I think they come and go. I think it, your, your life is a revolving door of soulmates that come in and come out mm-hmm. over the course of your life. And and they all play a role. Yeah. Like, I believe in soul families. I feel like um, we're all a family here. Like, we have done a dance together some other time in another place. You think? Yep. And I think I think these clusters, I think we come back together. Oh. Hmm. Over and over, because we have agreements. We have sacred agreements, sacred contracts. Agreements that are made, yeah, that are made. You mean that, that were made in a, in a previous existence that we made with each other? I made on the other side. I think that before we came into this lifetime, we all got together and said, "All right, this time you want to know something? I want to learn this. In this lifetime, I really want to work on patience." And so then, you as my soul fa- family make an agreement 
to come down here with me, and that's one of the things you're going to help you. You want to learn patience, Jen? I can help I'm you with that. Show, oh, boy, I'm going to have fun with this one. Can't you see the conversations <laughs> and hear the conversations? Oh, I cannot wait to get down. I cannot wait to get to, to get to the earth school again and mess with you a bit. But that leads me to believe that we're already aware of those lessons prior to coming here. Like, if, if we're conscious of them, then why would we need to teach ourselves them? We still need to practice them. Are you perfect? Pretty close. <laughs> There's always levels of learning. There's always you know, room for improvement. You can right. always get more patient. You can always become more kind. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's an energy with people. Like you can just immediately know that there's an energy to like, okay, we're good. We're good. And you definitely know when you're not. You like can you, sense that. You meet that. someone and they're like, hey, what's up? Good to meet you. I don't want, you know, hi. I don't want any good part to of see you. Yep. Not feeling it already. Can just tell. Mm-hmm. You just can. Well, whether they're in their life or not, over half of Americans think they have met their soulmate already, whether they're currently in their life or not. The first poll asked people, do you believe in soulmates? And 56% said yes. 25% said nope. And the other 19 or 20% weren't really sure. It's interesting. Men are slightly more likely than women to believe in soulmates. <laughs> Maybe that's just easier for men to believe because they're like, well, if I find, if, if I, okay, if this is the one, well, then I can stop looking. I can I can relax and stop looking and wondering. How do you know she's your soulmate, sir? Well, she hasn't kicked me out, so that. She told me. Right, yeah, she told me. <laughs> I'm still here. The second survey asked people if they've met their soulmate. 51% said yes, but only 43% said they're currently in a relationship with them. I mean, I even believe that some of my soul, I, that I'm soulmates with the people that have caused me the most, people who have done things that have caused me to cause myself a lot of suffering along the way. Because they're teaching me. Mm-hmm. Jeff Thomas, one of my greatest teachers, man. Over the, you spend 25 years with somebody in the confines of what, when we're not, you know, like coupled up, like he's not getting sex from me. He, you know, he, he's got to put up with me without a benefit like that. Right. You learn a lot from those people. We're here for each you other. Pay attention. Absolutely. Men are a little more likely to say they're currently with their soulmate right now. <laughs> 46% compared to 40% of women. 40% of women. Yeah. Isn't that funny? All right, 734. Uh, one quick story here, and then we got to take a break and get ready for Secret Sound. This kind of walks the fine line between lazy and genius, which is why I like this story. This is <laughs> this is the time of year when, you know, you really start got to start thinking about getting rid of that Christmas tree, especially if it's a real tree. Mine just came down two days ago. But if you don't want to because you're feeling a little lazy – or you want to get your money's worth from it. Some people on social media have figured out a new solution, but one that Jen and Jacob have practiced for years, turning it into a Valentine's Day tree. Yeah, we've been doing that for at least a decade. Yeah, people are redecorating their Christmas trees with hearts. Mm -hmm. Candy. So easy. Valentine's Day toys to get at least another month of use out of those trees. You can find plenty. There's plenty of ornaments out there. If there's any place still selling Christmas stuff on clearance, all you need is a bunch of red balls, red and pink. And once February 14th has come and gone, 
St. Well, Patrick's Day. I'm hearing good things about St. Patrick's Day trees. And then Easter. Let's not forget Administrative Professionals <laughs> Day trees. You could totally do that. The possibilities are endless. Then we tend to do, come come after Easter, we do like um, a patriotic tree that covers Memorial Day, Flag Day, Fourth of July, and Labor Day. So that's all red, white, and blue before we go then into Halloween. That's nice. So you do the same tree, like art, an artificial tree that you could just well, swap it's, out it's the decorations? Tree. Yeah, it's a smaller tree. Like the big tree I had up for Christmas was nine feet. I have like a seven-foot little tree. It's not huge. No. That Jacob does his seasonal trees. And then do you have corresponding lights to go with, say, Oh yeah, you know, pink lights course. for Valentine's Day. Of course, yeah. yes. I think our East, my Easter lights, I think are a purple, like a lilacy color. Yeah, red lights for Valentine's. So you're not just yeah. swapping out Green. ornaments. You're no. doing the whole thing. Green for St. Patrick's, and then red, white, and blue for the patriotic, and then orange for the Halloween. Mm-hmm. 